welcome to Bomber Breakdown, episode number one. Today is Sunday, November 10th. We're your hosts, Malcolm Munich and Max Vossen. Yes, 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 Malcolm. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. Had some good Evel Ski this morning. Yeah, yeah. Looking looking forward to this podcast starting up. It'll be really fun. All right. First topic for today, we're going to talk about the World Series. Nationals won the 2019 World Series. Yes, yes, yes. I have been looking forward to talking about this for a long time. I was a Nats fan pretty much right when the Twins got out. I, uh, they've been the underdog in pretty much every playoff series, and they, they really performed. Yeah, I was up in my room, and I pulled up the game day for the wild card game, the National League wild card game. They were down, and Soto comes up. I'm like, what if he hits a home run here? And they hit yeah. that triple to – Give them the lead, and I was just like, oh, my goodness. This team is so good, and I love them for the rest of the playoffs. Yeah. Totally hopped on the bandwagon. It's a fun team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just the fact that they started out at um, 19 and 30 and then come back to win the World Series. The best after team in Bryce baseball after Harper, Yeah, after, after Bryce Harper leaves them. So I love how many people were trashing Bryce Harper on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. Yeah. That – funny where his interview before the season where he's just like yeah i want to bring a title back to dc yeah. on accident <laughs> yeah did. that was pretty fun was like, yeah it's like wish granted no yeah that was pretty fun but and uh, my fa- another yeah. good joke someone's like i called bryce harper's phone but there was no ring yeah Put him. <laughs> yeah that was good yeah um and strasburg wins the world series mvp so proud he's, of him he's so good so I, good it's amazing watching him pitch. But yeah. sure, I mean, he's like a robot out there, but Scherzer's just like, he just never gives up. He throws as hard as yeah. he can every single pitch. Yeah. And the fact that he was out there to pitch game seven after yeah, no, I know. he couldn't even lift up his arm in game five, that was crazy. It, yeah. Bulldogging. He had guys on base every single inning, guys on yeah. second and third. He somehow got out of it and kept him in the game to win it. Yeah. I feel like the pressure i think it gets to him but i feel like he's one of the best at controlling it you know yeah he, he's, he just gets so yeah. intense about everything you've seen those videos yeah. of him like swearing into his glove before the pitch to get oh, yeah. up he's yeah. just a competitive just, monster you know he's got that fast fastball but he comes at you with a change up with the same delivery and then it yeah so oh, yeah and he just refuses to lose a baseball game yeah he's and to, yeah. people always talk about pitchers pitching to the score and he totally does that. If his team needs him to pitch a shutout, he'll pitch a shutout. If his team needs him to pitch, a, just get a quality start, six innings, three runs, he'll do that. Yeah. Like, or if they need him to come in for a leaf, like in the playoffs, if they need him yeah. to come in for a leaf, he's like, oh, well. Same with Strasburg, too. He just comes yeah. in relief. But what's crazy is the Astros didn't use Garrett Cole in relief in game seven there. They really yeah, should have brought him in. I don't know why they didn't. Yeah, I was so – yeah, that was crazy. I mean, you've got literally the best pitcher in all of baseball warming up yeah. twice and just not bring him into the game that you lose. Uh-huh. That's a really bad mistake. Yeah, you want it, your best pitcher out there to help yeah. you in the World Series. And it, it, like, cost him, yeah. But look at this. Um, I'm looking at Steven Strasburg, his uh, stats on Baseball Reference uh, for the World Series. Shout out to Baseball Reference. Yeah, yeah. 2-0 with a 2-5-1 ERA. His twelve hits and fourteen point one innings. His career playoff yeah. ERA is the second best of all time, behind yeah, it's, uh, Sandy Koufax. Like, like yeah. it's ridiculous what he's done. Mm-hmm. He's just lights out when it matters. Yeah, 
he, he's, he's really fun to watch. But then after Garrett Cole doesn't get put in the game, he comes out. Do you hear you like refused to talk to the media and he was he wouldn't even wear the Astros cap. He wore a Boris Corp cap. Yeah, I, agent. That was I, I feel like it's yeah. It's one thing to be done with a team. It's another thing to just be like, nope, not talking to you anymore. I mean, sure, he didn't, crazy. he didn't, he did it's not like he excelled a lot in the World Series, you know. But, no, but he pitched but pretty he well. Pitched, he pitched pretty well, you know, especially since, yeah. yeah. This is his first World Series, right? Yeah. Because he played he with the Pirates and they were yeah. Not great. Yeah. Who do you think he's going to sign with this offseason? Garrett Cole, I, that's tough. I, I think he's not going to the Twins. I, I'm just going to, Put that out there. Yeah, he's not, he's not going, going to the Twins. Twins. We would love to have him, but yeah, he, I think he's probably going to end up in Los Angeles for the Angels, which would be great because then they'd have arguably the two best players in baseball, the best pitcher and the best hitter. Yeah, and they still the best probably player would fail the... to win eighty games. Yeah, just... <laughs> well, they probably would I... win eighty games and go eighty and eighty-two like they do every year. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, I feel like the Angels are a really fun team to watch, and I, I like their stadium and all. And like, they've got those. Magical, but like Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, Albert Pujols, you know? Yeah. Justin and Upton. Then, yeah. Justin and then they Simmons. just, it never comes. Yeah. He's one of the most electrifying shortstops in all of baseball. He's got, he's so good at defense. It's so crazy. I, it's crazy how many gold gloves he's won. I know. He's and just, just so good. And it's kind they of just, crazy. They just, yeah. They just can't make it happen. There was one year they had like 98 wins and like, 2014 or something i don't know if that's right don't quote me on that but oh, yeah, they like had 98 wins and they got swept out of the playoffs mike trust never won a playoff game in his career yeah it's crazy oh, let's to... see here um in 20 they went 98 and 64 in 2014 then they lost it the was 2014. alds three to zero yeah and that's just oh. like rough because you don't have yeah, any starting tough. pitching and Otani's their top been player hurt now yeah and Otani should be back to pitch, yeah. but how many? How much war does Mike Trout have? Do you think over the course of his career? Like, do you think he's added a full season's worth of wins to their team? I know it's. Cr- uh, it's crazy. I think he's had like sixty wins to their team or something crazy like that. And in the past eight years, seven out of them have been Mike Trout has been their top player. Anderson Simmons got it in twenty seventeen, but like because Trout was hurt for two months. Yeah, I know. And, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know, it, and now. What, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah. One fun thing about Trout is just to look during the season. It's just the players he's passing in career war. Yeah. No, I mean, I he's like passing like guys are all time greats, and he's just like twenty eight. It's crazy. Yeah. It's I'm just looking at these. It's like top twenty four players, um, in like their history and stuff, right? And yeah, uh, their top player, Mike Trout. You know, it's not like he's an old man or anything. He has a seventy two point five war. He's their best player in history, it looks like. And Chuck Finley has a 51.8 war. 20 less war than Mike Trout. And Mike Trout's not done with his career. Not even close to being done. It's crazy. He it is scary. So good. Yeah, in August this year, he passed Derek Jeter in war. Yeah. No, I know. Just, I know. Derek Jeter is one of the best shortstops of all time. And he's just Mike like. 28. You're nothing. You're, he's and an he gets better also. every year is the crazy thing. This year, he had like his best season of his career if he hadn't gotten hurt he would have set career highs in every ps plus of 185 that that doesn't that's not human oh it's so crazy how many years has he led the league in ops plus 
He's had the league in OPS plus six years. 2012, yeah. 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, and 2019. The only years he didn't were 2013, 2014. Both those years he led the league in runs. Yeah, no idea. Like, he's just crazy good. It's just not fair. <laughs> I love how much he walks, too. Like, his OBP is so much. He's got such a high OBP. That's, like, a new like, thing, though. When he was I younger, know. he, like, didn't do that. And he, he yeah. doing that. He's he just keeps adding new things to his game. He used to not be the – like, he was a good defender. Mm-hmm. But now he's a great defender. But, like, I'm he just does at, everything. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, these awards and stuff. It's like in 2011, he didn't win anything. But then 2012, he went all-star. Uh, he was an all-star. He should have been MVP that year. Rookie of the year, uh, a silver slugger. He got second in MVP, my bad. He yeah. should have won the MVP. But the only reason Cabrera got is because that was the year he had the triple crown. Yeah. Trout's numbers are still better as a whole. I think, but whatever. yeah. And we'll we'll talk about him later when we get into like MVP stuff. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm just I'm just really happy with the Nats winning the World Series. That's all. Yeah, Juan Soto is so good. I know it's I, crazy. I mean, He's gonna be playing baseball for 20 more years. We get to watch him play kinda, baseball for 20 more years. Yeah. It's insane. He could end up being so good. His bat, his plate discipline, like yeah, his clutch too. He comes through and his team needs him. And like in the here, let's see, in the in the World Series, he, he hit three thirty three, Malcolm. That's that's not bad, you know? I mean, he started with that big hit against the Brewers and he just yeah. always came through and they needed him to. Yeah. But who came through in game seven? Howie Kendrick, the thirty seven year old. Oh man, that was so it's, fun. And like Rendon and all like all those. Rendon just, just doesn't so it chill though. He hits a home I, run yeah. to like Give him the lead, and then he's just like, "Yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm yeah. chill. I'm fine." Yeah, no, I was, I was, uh, I was when I was watching the game. He hits the home run, and he just walks up like, "Gosh, be a little more excited, would you?" He just he doesn't show any emotion, but I and and then he gets into the dugout, and you know he does like you know they do the dance. I love, I love. Yeah, the that's my oh favorite my thing. In the entire my world. favorite thing is Howie Kendrick and Adam Eaton their car celebration where they go. Yeah. yeah. Oh my fun. god, I love that so much. Yeah. They just have so fun. Or it's so, crazy. So they're like fun. thirty Sorry. year olds and they're just uh-huh. acting like they're like five. But yeah. It's fun. Not in a bad way. That's that's no, good. not that's in a good. bad way. Yeah. Maybe now we can stop hearing Baby Shark all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Gerardo Part. I had that Gerardo song stuck Part in my MVP. head for like the entire <laughs> postseason. Yeah, no, I know. And like so did so did the fans, so did the players. It was yeah. I kinda liked it though. Like Nats Park was so electric. I went there um last summer and when you know when Bryce Harper was still on their team, and it was it was just yeah. it was a crazy cool. And this is when you know last year they weren't great, were they? And did the whole yeah. ad campaign with him, and then you see yeah. the video that uh, Nationals fans celebrating at Nationals Park after the World Series is over. They like watching the oh, jumbotron. That, that guy hops awesome. up on the dugout and rips his shirt yeah. off. That was so yeah. clean. Was it was fun. fun seeing how excited people were. And then their World Series parade was fun. Brian Dozier dancing shirtless. Yeah, I, I just – I'm so happy for those guys. You know, like, Brian Dozier. I'm so happy for Dozier. Yeah. Yeah. He totally deserved that. It was a bummer they didn't get into the game much. He played – got one plate appearance and he walked. So, that was pretty neat. So, he's got a 1,000 OBP. Yeah, it's good start to your World Series career. Yeah. No, I know. You know, he, he – he, I've I loved him on the Twins. And I'm just I, – I, yeah. I've just been so happy He was a great him. player. Yeah. I used to have it. We used to have this giant cutout of Brian Dozier because when we were twin season ticket holders, we got it. And it's like a bot, a full sized 
Brian Dozier cutouts. Yeah. We don't have it anymore, sadly. We just put it in random places around the house, and it was really fun. Trying yeah. to scare people with it. But he was the face of the twins for a while there. Yeah. Now was declining, and we didn't have much else. Oh, no. Boy, I, I just don't know. Like, I, I, I feel like if Maurer was still there, I always think about this. If Maurer was still on the twins this past year, like, yeah, how would our season have gone? You know, like CJ Crone. I don't know. Switch him we out might with not Brian. have. CJ Crone yeah. did fine and all. Like, CJ Crone, he had, what, 24 home runs? Yeah. That might be wrong. But, but like, it was Joe Maurer, his. Joe Maurer was doing good in his last season, but I, I, he was, with all the respect but also, to Joe Maurer, you know. Yeah, I mean, if we would have had Joe Maurer's contract still, though, would we have signed Nelson Cruz? That's a yeah, good no, question. I know. And like, yeah, no, I know. And Nelson Cruz, Cruz is just so how, good. How he didn't get into the uh, MVP race? That is I, ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know. He's so good. Oh man, and he's such a good mentor to those younger hitters too. Because he's yeah, just got a great approach to the plate. He's patient, gets his pitch, and just smokes baseballs. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. No, yeah, CJ Cohn hit 25 home runs this year. 253. Yeah, 253 so it's average like a, isn't great. It's an like, above-average year. Yeah, it's not he amazing, an OPS but... plus of 103, so, you know. It's like... So I, he's above-average hitter, like... I, yeah, he's in that, yeah. I mean, for first baseman, that's, like, about average, but that's all right. Yeah. We're cool with that. He did his job. Cruzo, 166 OPS plus. Yeah, no, I know. That, 311, 392, 639. Yeah. It's crazy. No, it's crazy. He had a home run more than um he hit more than one home run every ten at bats. That's just that's crunch cr- like, balls all year long. Yeah. Um, how many home runs would Miguel Sano have hit if he had a full season, bro? He's crushing the baseball. Dude, yeah. Oh, I'm looking at this. Nelson Cruz had a higher OPS plus than Alex Bregman did this year. Exactly, and people just underestimate because we didn't play defense. Yeah, he had, had high 180 OPS. at bats and hit 34 homers. Like, I'm so confused. He had the same amount of homers. He had yeah. a higher batting average. The only reason people give it to scored. Bregman is because Bregman, uh, a played for a better team, a team he's that won team. more games and was more successful. He's a really and good baseman. B, he also is a good defensive third baseman, which does add value. Yeah, but at the same time, just. I yeah I, I get that I get that but but like Cruz is better than Semyon I mean yeah no just, I know okay yeah that's ridiculous that I is don't know how tough. I mean like Marcus Semyon had a high WAR this year but it's also like if you really look at his numbers he wasn't that good and if you watch him play he didn't do anything that flashy either he's just like yeah blah. Mm-hmm. he's a pretty boring player to watch I think yeah I mean like two eighty five batting average. All the respect that like that's good and all. Thirty three homers, one thirty eight OPS plus. But when you when you Cruz had a one sixty six OPS, right? His OPS yeah. plus is the same as Miguel Sano's. Miguel yeah. Sano had Miguel Sano had like half as many at bats as Semyon. If Miguel Sano played as many games as Semyon, he would have been a more valuable player than Semyon because he was better yeah. defensively, and he just hit better too. Or he hit as well for OPS plus. And it's not like Nelson Cruz could only. Yeah, and it's not like Nelson Cruz could only hit homers to score runs. You know, like he hit the ball. He hit, he hit the ball. He got hard. on base. Yeah, he got on base. Right. Yeah. And uh, he really should have been MVP finalist. But who do you think is gonna win AL MVP? I gotta say it right right now, Mike Trout. Just no matter what, 
Yeah, he definitely should. I mean, he the he missed last month of the season, but he was just so good. Yeah. He just crushed like, the baseball. A 185 yeah. OPS plus. That's crazy. Yeah. It's just like Alex Bregman, I think the one thing he's got him in is uh average by like five. Yeah. Um, but Trout has like everything but else. Besides that, he's got everything. Trout Trout's got everything else. Trout plays a tougher defensive position too. Center field is like arguably the hardest position to play. Oh, I'm looking yeah, at you. Um, some credit for that. Bregman actually had a higher war. I didn't know. By that. a tiny bit. Yeah. Well, by his fan t- graphs yeah. was worse. His B ref was slightly ahead. If you average them out, they're the same. So. Yeah, but I'm just. Ugh. My trust is so good. <laughs> so. And Semyon was just like, I mean, none of his numbers compared to that of. Yeah, I I think I don't think Mark Coons. I don't think Simeon's really in the in the talk. I think I mean like, yeah, no, it's definitely a, the winner is between Trout and Bregman. It's going to be one of those two, and it should be Trout. Yeah, I mean like Marcus Simeon, all due respect, like great player. Really, I, I like him. I like him a he's lot. He's a great just, player. He's a great player, he's but just I think not as good as Nelson Cruz yeah. or Alex Bregman or Mike Trout. Yeah, I think I, I I'm kind of confused. I mean. Maybe not a good reason, but I'm I'm just having trouble figuring out why Marcus Simeon is. Uh, it's because he had a high WAR because his defense and shortstop is a good position. Yeah, it's a tough position yeah. to play, and he played it really well. Yeah, he played it. Yeah, but that's that is something you got to give him credit for. He played really good defense, a really tough defensive yeah. position, and he played all year. He didn't miss time, which is another thing he had going for him. Yeah. Oh. Um. But I just think the fact that she's a one eighty five OPS plus compared to one sixty two OPS plus uh tried to Bregman, that's yeah. so crazy. That's when he when he was on the uh, field, he was much better for his team than that. Yeah, Bregman no, was. Yeah, I don't and know. It's just, it's just I think for me honestly the difference, especially in the playoffs for Bregman, but like, um, again like all due respect to Bregman, but like. Mike Trout, he was just one of those players, like, whenever the Twins would play the Angels and Mike Trout would come up, I'd be like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. You yeah. Know? He was just, and Mike at the same time, it was like, oh, yes, I really got to see him play. You know, he's just such a fun player to watch. So one of those players that, like, you go to the ballpark just to see him play. I know. Like, yeah. He, yeah. I, how do you think about him, like, you know, signing a contract through 2030? $428 million. Smart for both people, I think. Like, the, yeah. for the Angels, you lock up. Now you have the best player in baseball for the next 10 years. And yeah. for Mike Trout, you're going to be a very rich man. And you never have to worry about money ever again in your life. You yeah. have the most money of any professional athlete has, like, ever signed a deal for. Yeah, it's crazy. And you're going to be fine. You're going to have enough money to live on for the rest of your life happily. And, and you, have plenty to pass yeah. on to your kids. Yeah, yeah. And... I think he he likes the angels and stuff like you know he likes he likes the vibe yeah you know who's to say that pretty like that eventually they're not like while he's on their team they're not gonna you know do really really well they know? probably will at some point in that stretch I mean they've got a decent farm system right now they've got Otani they just need to go get another good pitcher and they have a team that could compete Garrett like Garrett if they get Garrett Cole then they get Garrett like, Cole and then just get like one lower pitcher. They could definitely go out there. They also need relief pitching, year. though, too. Like, relief pitching. They do, but relief pitching is something that fluctuates so much. You could just have anyone show up as a good reliever. Like, 
Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Like Taylor Rogers kind of didn't have like this outstanding career, but this year he was one of those not who you expected to be this, this game. Yeah, yeah. And then there'll be guys who are really good one year that just suck the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So relievings relievers are tough to figure out what you need and what yeah. you have. They can also like Josh Hader was so good. I always thought of him so well, like the first half of the season. Yeah. And at the end, he just really struggled. Like I, I remember, I will never forget the Mar- Mar- Marwin Gonzalez home run off of that. That was so fun. That was so cool. And the thing about like, oh Hater is Hater. Yeah, his yeah. stuff just isn't isn't as good as some people's. The reason he was so good is because he had deception. He threw it with a weird motion that people couldn't pick up on easily. So yeah. he was able to just use that and catch people, make it so people couldn't figure him out. But once people saw him more, mm-hmm. they started being able to hit him. And that's going to be a good pitcher. Of, yeah. No, yeah. He's not going to be necessarily the best reliever that people figured him out. The question yeah. is, do we have to worry about that happening to Taylor Rogers? Yeah. I think also, he kind of like, struggled late in the year. Yeah. But also, like, uh, Ryan Harper, he kind of reminds me of yeah. him. Like, Ryan, Ryan, you know, he throws he throws off speed for a curveball. He throws, like, a faster curveball. He throws, curveball, like, three curveballs. Curve a hard curveball, curve slow curveball, and a really yeah, slow Yeah. And he was ball. so dominant the first half. And then he just, like, it's like people, it's like, if you're going to only throw, like, a curveball and maybe, like, a 90, I don't even know if you hit 90 mile per hour fastball. Yeah. You're going to, like. <sighs> the moment he really fell apart, though, was that 18 inning game we were at when he yeah, came in the 18th inning? Yeah, we went to that, yeah. We to, yeah. yeah, we were both there. We saw each other. Yeah. And he let up uh, the, the winning runs for them. And then after that, he's just not as good of a pitcher again. Yeah. And Trevor, Trevor Hildenberger, bro, he pitched. Yeah. I mean, at the beginning of the year, every time the runner's on base, he would come in and just be lights out. And I and just then, love his name. I love how it, it, it goes all across the name. But yeah, he but ended then, up having a he ended up having a ten four seven ERA. That's because he just then bad. he fell apart that's, and then he went to the minors because yeah. he was hurt and it was just and but I I love his like sidearm ish kind of delivery you know yeah I love him it's cool you know Taylor Rogers he, has a twin brother yeah He's I playing know in the majors too it's Tyler Summer Rogers Rogers. or it's like Summer Summer yeah I forgot yeah it's funny yeah oh well. What do you think about the National League MVP race? Uh, Nominees: Bellinger, Rendon, Yelich. I, I'm I'm gonna go with Yelly. Yeah, I don't know. My vote's for Rendon. He was that's, just such a that's good hitter. Fair. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't quite the hitter that Bellinger and Yelich were, but he was better defensively than them. Oh, yeah. and yeah. I mean, you're really not supposed to count postseason towards these awards, but. I mean, he carried his team to the World Series. Offensively, he was their MVP. He was I'm all year. I'm just looking at the the WAR and the OPS plus. Uh, Rendon had a six point three WAR and a one fifty three OPS, and Christian Yelich had a seven point one WAR and a one seventy nine OPS plus. Like that's crazy. That's almost as good as Trout. Yeah. Like it, Yelich has been insane over the last two years. Yeah. And yeah. I can't blame you for going with him. I think it's partly the reason I'm talk- saying Rendon is just because of the. Playoffs and also, I also like it's just after the regular season, fun to watch. Rendon, yeah. but yeah, but I he's I, so I, chill, I, I, and... yeah. But Yelich is crazy. The last two years, I saw a stat in like the middle of the year this year that was like in his last 156 games or whatever, yeah. Yelich is yeah. batting like 350 with a with like 61 homers or something. Like, yeah, it was like in the last full season, if you like cut it from the halfway point. 
Yeah. Of but 2018 like you, to halfway point of 2019. Yeah. When he, he had one of the best seasons in Major League history. He's so good. But when you hit 329 and have 44 homers, like that can't go unnoticed. Yeah. That's, if he would have, like, um, if he wouldn't have had that fractured kneecap at the end of the year, yeah. he would have, I would have said it's definitely Elich. Like he was on pace to win it for sure. Yeah. I'm and he kind of started carrying them down the stretch there and then he got hurt. They, they still made the wild really good. Yeah, they did really good after he left. I was kind of surprised, but I think yeah, that was kind of crazy. They could have beat. So Kane turned it on. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking if if Yelich wouldn't have gotten injured, do you think the Brewers could have beat the Nats in the? Because you know it was clutch that I mean, they possibly, even won it. In the they also might have been able to like come out winning the NL Central too, because they like actually came kind of close to that. And I don't know how much they ended up yeah. back, but. A month of missing Yelich. I mean, the way he was playing that year, that's over a full win difference over that time. Like, yeah, just a couple close games, one hit from him could turn it around. So, yeah. Um, it's but always think, rough when star players like that get hurt. Yelich, yeah. Trout, like that looked like it hurt. That was that was tough. Ooh. you don't want to see guys like that missing time though. You want to no, see him playing as like, much as Trout possible. and Yelich both. Yeah, that, that sucked. Yeah, Milwaukee only ended up two games back from St. Louis, so a month of Yelich could have easily ended up as being a two-win difference. They could have tied yeah. St. Louis, potentially won that. And, I mean, St. Louis ended up in the NLCS, like, yeah. <laughs> facing the Nationals, where they did pretty terribly. But <laughs> Nationals should thank Grisham. Grisham, my bad. Yeah. yeah. That was a bad play by him. And it I really sucks bad. for him, because he, like, came up and played well filling in for Yelich and that's like big shoes to fill and then that one yeah. moment's what everyone's gonna remember like he's 23 and people are gonna remember he's got a long career like... but it's I mean it wasn't as bad as like Buckner or anything but like it's sort of that same thing where like you hear Trent Grisham and Brewers fans think he let that ball under his glove yeah and Nats fans think he let that ball under his glove yeah like, <laughs> they're gonna like clap for him next time the Brewers and Nats play for each other I'm, I'm serious that that could happen yeah <laughs> It's that'd be crazy. Okay. Okay. AL Cy Young. What do you think? Cy Young. We got Garrett Cole, Charlie Morton, Justin Verlander. It's really between Cole yeah. and Verlander. I, I mean, Morton had a great year, and I really like Charlie Morton. Yeah, I know. Oh. He he turned his career around at the Astros, and he's just a smart pitcher. Yeah, but he's just not good enough to compete with Cole and Verlander. Yeah, I I I gotta go with uh, Cole, but like Garrett Cole is. More fun to watch pitch too. He's yeah. It's just like he throws harder. He's got better curveball, and he just overpowers people. Mm-hmm. Plus, he got nice hair. Yeah, um, but Verlander. Oh my gosh! Imagine him going to the Yankees. Too. Oh, and then he has like. Yeah, I. No one should ever go play for the Yankees. Just the world yeah, would be a better place if no one played for the Yankees. <laughs> oh, imagine yeah. the, just no one was willing to play for the yeah, Yankees. I know, and they've got all that team. money, and they just don't do anything with it. That would be funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm worried that Garrett Cole or Steven Strasburg will sign with the Yankees, and I really don't I want know. them to. Please, and like you know, Strasburg's got that beard working. So yeah, I know about that. Yeah. But, like, if Gary Cole is so crazy to get, like, okay, here's, I'm just going to give you the stats. Okay, so 6.8 war, 20 and 5 with a 2.50 ERA and a whip of 0.895. That's crazy. Two, it's like reliever two, numbers. 326 strikeouts. That's so good. That's a good reliever numbers. Like, his strikeout rate. He, he throws like 100, too. He throws really, He can really touch bad. 100. It's crazy. He can touch 100. 
But then you look at Verlander, and he had he was twenty one and six with two point five eight ERA, three hundred strikeouts, a point eight oh three WHIP. Yeah, I mean, Verlander's only problem is that he lets up a lot of home runs. He, yeah, yeah. Like, he, mm-hmm. he also, pitches. He keeps guys off base. Like, also, like I, the fact that he doesn't win a World Series game, I'm he's so never sad. Never won a World feel, Series game. It feels bad for him. Crazy. I hate that, like him and Kershaw, like they're two of the best pitchers of the 2010s, and they're both yeah. just going to be remembered for their inability to pitch in the uh-huh. World Series. You know what's kind of crazy is that the 20-whatever Tigers rotation, they had, like, Porcello and then Verlander and Scherzer and Anibal Sanchez and, like, one I other know. guy, and they've all won a World Series, and that team got swept in the playoffs. Like I know. It's crazy. I mean, that's and, – And then now look where the Tigers are. It's yeah, kind of reminds me of like so the, the Orioles. You know, it's like they had this like they, they're. I kind of you know the, the Orioles yeah. are kind of they're pretty good. And then like the Orioles were really I, good, and then everyone left them, and their guys were still there, fell apart. Like Chris Davis, yeah, Chris Davis. You feel bad for Chris Davis. No hit streak. Yeah, and then after he so got out good. of that, he actually hit well for a while, and then he just did that again and couldn't hit at all. Yeah, I don't know. It's rough for those guys. NL Cy Young, we got DeGrom, Ryu, and Scherzer. Who are you thinking? Yeah. For Say that again. De- Jacob DeGrom, Hyunjin Ryu, and Max Scherzer. Uh, here, I'm going to look into this a sec for a second. You can, like, say your opinion. I don't think Ryu is going to win. He pitched, oh, yeah. he struggled. He pitched amazing. He had a great ERA though, and he's going to oh, get yeah. a lot of money as a free agent just because of that. And also because he took the qualifying off last year, so he's the only one of the top five starting pitchers who doesn't have the draft pick attached to him. So that's going to be nice for him. But DeGrom and Scherzer both pitched great. I I think it should be DeGrom. Yeah, he, did, no, he didn't that's have many point. wins. He had but he, three he more than last the year, but like – he had a 2.43 ERA, a 167 ERA plus, 255 strikeouts in 204 innings. Look at that whip, too. Ooh. And he's finished the year so good. One point he had a higher whip than 1.89 ERA in his last 23 starts. Like, yeah, it's he ended really well. But Scherzer pitched great all year. 2.92 ERA, 7.36 strikeout to walk ratio, 172 in a third innings. He didn't pitch as much as DeGrom, but... Also, he's just – he came through and his team needed him. Like, yeah. after that time he hit that, got that ball off his eye, he pitched so well. And then, like, he's always pitched when they needed him to pitch well. And, again, the playoffs might be acting on it, but he just carried them through the World Series. He wasn't their best pitcher, but oh, yeah. he did a lot for them. I mean, the Nationals and, like, games Strasburg and Scherzer started were just, like, lights out. That was the reason they won. It's because those two. Without those two, there's no way they would have come close. Without either one of those two. Yeah. It was crazy how much they carried. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm really thinking, yeah, DeGrom, DeGrom's a good, good choice for that. Yeah. Just the fact that I just, yeah, I can't – the. And his war was the highest out of the three by far. He had like yeah, because he pitched more nine. innings than them. They both they both yeah. pitched like twenty less innings. Yeah. That's three starts. It's a lot of mm-hmm. less pitching to do. Three starts makes a big difference on a team. Yeah. 
All right, rookie of the year for the American League: Jordan Alvarez, Brandon Lau, John Means. Means and Lau had good seasons, but Alvarez, Jordan Alvarez is gonna win it, mm-hmm. and he should. He crushed baseballs all season long. He's third. Okay, here here is stats. You know, again, he didn't play the entire season. Uh, three hundred thirteen at bats, right? Three thirteen yeah. average, twenty seven homers, a one seventy three OPS plus, a one point zero six seven OPS. That one seventy three OPS plus was the second highest mark of with by a rookie in the modern era. So like since early nineteen hundreds. Yeah, the only one higher was Shoeless Joe Jackson, nineteen eleven. Yeah. The Cleveland Naps. Mm-hmm. You know, Cleveland Naps were named for Napa Joey. I don't know oh. if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Their second baseman just named their team after a player. Yeah. He was that good. But, like, look at Brandon Lowe. He had Brandon a good Lowe. year. Two, playing for the Rays. 17 homers. That's not bad, but, like, and, like, a 124 OPS plus. Like, you know? The crazy thing about the Rays, they do this every single year. They pull guys that no one's ever heard of. Yeah, off, And then I know, they right? just somehow make the wild card game and just have it. I don't know. Every year, I feel like they just make it to the wild card game with guys no one's ever heard of, and then they. Do, but then they don't really stand a chance in like the ALDS, and though. Yeah, I mean, when you end up facing the Astros, or the Yankees, who are paying their guys twice as much as you're paying your yeah. guys, it's just Whoa, not it's a fair match. A lot over here. Oops. I started. It started snowing a little bit by my house now. Hmm. And then John yeah. means he. The Orioles have something at least. Yeah. They didn't have anything, and now they've got something. The the Orioles are a triple-A ball club. The thing that sucks, man, I mean, he's 26 already. He's awfully old for a rookie. Yeah, but like, 26 ERA, you know, that's that's good. That's not bad. And a 1-1-3-5 whip, that's, you know, that's really respectable. The Orioles were 12-15 and in his starts, and they were 42 and, like, 90 in games other pitchers started. I know. He for them, like... He was the only reason they had halfway decent season. The only reason they don't have the worst record in baseball. Yeah. But, yeah, they didn't have the – I've always thought of the Royals – or the Orioles this year to be worse than the Tigers, even though the Tigers ended up with, like, a worse record. It is kind of sad that the Tigers ended up with a worse record, especially because the Tigers got to play the Royals and White Sox a bunch of times who also had really bad records. Yeah. But the – Orioles had to play like the Yankees and Red Sox and Rays a lot, and they all had really good records. So, like, yeah. but I mean, the Tigers just, Cleveland and us destroyed them. Oh, yeah. Cleveland was like 18 and 1 against the Tigers this year. It's the best record any team's had against another team, other than the Astros over the Mariners this same year that in like baseball history. Yeah. Just wasn't really fair matchup. Yeah. Okay. So. National League Rookie of the Year, Pete Alonso, Mike Soroka, Fernando Tatis Jr. Pete Alonso. I love Tatis. He, I know Tatis. If he would have had a full season, yeah, he I w- would have had a legitimate argument to it. But Alonso just crushed baseballs all year. Fifty-three oh home gosh. runs as a rookie. I mean, like he showed good power last year in the minors. He broke out with good power, but like I didn't know it would translate that well the majors, and then he just yeah. Didn't have a great batting average, but no. But he still had a 941 OPS. So yeah, yeah, really good. He's seventh in the entire National League, and he's a rookie. 
And if he keeps yeah. gaining more power, he could easily be hitting 65, 70 homers. Yeah. But, like, Mike Soroka, honestly, like, Soroka pitched really well. 268 two, six, ERA. Like, that's – That was part really of the reason that really good. Atlanta did so well this year. Like, I think he did a lot better in and beginning of the season. Yeah. He did I think any of these the three National League guys would have a good – would have a – could win, arguably win in the American League. I mean, Alvarez, clear winner in the American League – but yeah. Soroka and oh, Tatis yeah. were just so good. Alonzo is just better than all of them. Yeah. I don't know. Tatis, though, is just so exciting to watch. Yeah, he's no, so good defensively. And he's just a heads-up player. He's stolen the all Potters the couple times. Padres have a good times. team, you know? Padres have a really good potential. Machado. Tatis. Tatis, yeah. Manny Margot, he's good. Yeah. Hunter Renfro. And then Chris Paddock pitched really well the first half of this year. He looked like he'd be, like, in the – Oh, yeah. Rookie Chris of the Patrick, year talk, yeah. and then he kind of fell apart second half. But yeah, still a really good. Didn't end up. Didn't end with like terrible numbers. Pitcher, though. I mean, yeah, he didn't end up doing too bad. It's just Soroka pitched so well, and it's hard to win this kind of award as a yeah. pitcher just starting the lineup every day. Paddock just had a really good whip. He just seemed like super locked down, except for those couple innings with like yeah, he would occasionally would... fall apart and let him yeah, out. but he just so, like, has he had a really good point, stuff and point nine eight one whip this year. That's really good. He's someone if he keeps improving, he could he's gonna be a great pitcher to watch. Him and Tatis playing together for the next ten years that'll be so yeah. exciting. Just watching like the short little video they have on Tatis on Omi dot com and just he's so fun to watch. Yeah. He's got great hair too. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's fun. Fernando Tatis' is da- junior's dad, Fernando Tatis Sr., is just Fernando Tatis at the time. He's the only player ever to hit two grand slams the same inning of a baseball game, yep. of a major league game. Yep. Fun fact about him. Okay, All right. And then... Everyone's favorite award, the American League Manager of the Year. Rocco Baldelli, Aaron Boone, and Kevin Cash. I got it. I'm sorry. R- Rocco Baldelli in his first year as a – Okay, so Kevin Cash manager. had a good team coming into it. I mean, not like Baldelli. I mean, the, bad the thing team. about the Rays but, is like they yeah. every year no one expects them to do well, but every year they do well, which is Kevin Cash. Like he's done that. Him and Joe Madden have just every year they surprise people with mm-hmm. how good the Rays are. But then just like the fact that oh my gosh, like okay, Rocco Baldelli. Okay, so Aaron Boone's given all this like money. He's given the Yankees the fact that he's given the exactly, Yankees, and everyone's like, set up well, for... they did have a lot of injuries, so like, yeah, yeah, they had. But some to be injuries, fair, they also had more money than like they also put their backups were getting paid more money than the entire Rays lineup. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest here. Yeah, they yeah. had everyone. I mean, just, like, uh, yeah, their power they're... is crazy. But that's good. Just twins, the twins, the twins. They had a one. They had. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, the Twins yeah. had such a good season. Oh my gosh! Like last year, they went okay. Here, so last year the Twins went seventy-eight and eighty-four, right? Yeah. And our and uh, under Paul Molitor, right? Yeah. So Paul Molitor. No disrespect was, to Paul Molitor. He's a, yeah, yeah. Paul Molitor. I feel like kind of bad for Paul Molitor. Like I saw him the other day after a baseball game this spring. I was like walking back it was in Edina and his grandson plays for Edina so he was like walking yeah. down the stills I was walking out oh, and I yeah. walked past him and I just felt so bad for him because like everyone's talking about how amazing Rocco Baldelli is a manager and they're just like yeah. well Paul Mulder can do this with this team and it feels a little bad for him yeah but like he like he wasn't a terrible manager he yeah. made the wild card game but look at this okay so here it says 
2015, he went 83 and 79, then 59 and 103 in 2016. That was that terrible. was real rough. Then 85 and 77. That's fair. And then that 78 and 84. But then Bob Delhi goes 101 and 61. Yeah, that this was such a good year for us. Like we just hit ooh. so many home runs, and our pitchers actually pitched pretty well, more than you'd expect. Of course, now we don't have any pitchers because they're all free agents. Yeah, literally yeah, four yeah. of our five starters are free agents. But oh well. Yeah. All right. Last award: the National League Rookie of the Year or, or Manager uh, of the Year. Manager. Yeah. Craig Council, Mike Schilt, uh, Snicker, Brian Snicker of the Braves. What do you think? I don't know. I think Mike Schilt is yeah. a good choice. Like, he helped the Cardinals. They didn't have the best year, but he helped them stay in it. But Craig Council helped the Brewers stay in it after Yelch went down. I don't know. Snicker, yeah. I feel like, isn't really going to win it. He's a good manager, but he also just had a ton of talent on that team. Yeah, More no, than I feel yeah. like than the other managers had to work with. I don't know. If I had to give someone, I'd give it to Schilt just because – they had a rough start to the season. They were, like, down a lot, and then they, they had just come back, and I feel like yeah. he's a... I think, um, I think you know, like, that. no disrespect to, like, national... We seem a lot less enthusiastic about the National League Manager of the Year. Yeah. It's just, um, I feel like those, like, electrifying... To, you know, like the Dodgers. It's kind of like everybody expected them to do super good. You know, Dave Roberts is yeah. already, like, their coach. And they, yeah. It does feel Davey Martinez should deserve some credit. I'm surprised he used someone that really oh, should yeah. be out there. And again, no, it's supposed to, but when your team's yeah. 1931 and you still take him to the wild card game, that's some good managing there. Yeah, no, yeah. I think um, I've, I've always liked Craig Council. I've, he, yeah. Yeah. All right. I had heard this funny story about Davey Martinez. Um, he, there were some fans that were standing in the audience um, watching the, Nationals game and there's this kid behind them and they're just like criticizing Dave Martinez's managerial choice and this kid's like no it's a good decision here's why and he like explained it to them he did that a few times during the game and after the game they're like oh the Nationals won that's fun and the kid's like sorry I gotta go celebrate with my dad and he walks on the field and he's Dave Martinez's son oh that was so that's funny that's fun that's cute I, yeah I feel like and he's Martinez just like explaining why like... everything made sense I just, yeah. The fact that he ejected that was that was the the ejection. that was awesome. He got so <laughs> mad, bro. Oh, like that like, wasn't like an ejection. It was just like, yeah, you were like, don't get another heart he attack, buddy. Pissed. He was like running out yeah, the guy. They no, only had to hold him back. Yeah, they were like worried about his health too, because you know he had the um. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. But uh, all right, let's go also over Snicker the gold was the twenty eighteen winner. By the way, yeah, Brian Snicker. I mean, he deserved it then. He took a yeah. young team, but then this year they go and sign a bunch more young players and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. All right, Gold Gloves, first base, Matt Olson. He totally deserved it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he's so good. Him and Chapman on the corners, just insane. Uh, yeah, Second, I'm thinking. Yeah, definitely. National League first baseman was Anthony Rizzo. Rizzo's fun to watch him play first base. He's just a smart player. He's really good on going back on pop-ups. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I remember there was that play. Uh, he's probably made more than one this season, but I was looking at his highlights, and he had the – it was, like, in the sun, and uh, it was Zobris, I think. He couldn't see it, right? And, you know, Rizzo just comes over and snags it right next to Zobris. I'm like, yeah. what? He's so good at those plays, like, going over, the, over like, the wall in foul territory, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, 
I mean, the other nominees, Christian Walker and Paul Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt's really good, but Anthony, yeah, it's got to be Rizzo there. Second base, Yalmer Sanchez. I didn't really realize he's that good of a defender, if I'm being honest. Like, he Are makes some like, good plays. Just in Yalmer general, Sanchez. Gold Glove? Yeah, like, this is American League. Okay. Gold Glove. Like, like, but Matt Olson for know. American League first base, not Rizzo, because he plays for the Cubs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rizzo but, was sec- was nationally, yeah. Yeah. I'm going back and forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Yalmer Sanchez, like, he's good. I've seen him make some good plays, but I never realized he was that good. Like, yeah, someone yeah. I overlooked. I think and then, it's just the, if you look the at his White numbers. Had an underrated season. He made 116 out-of-zone plays, which is 37 more than any other second base in the American League. That's really good. Yeah. It's pretty and crazy. Then, uh, National League, Colton Wong. Yeah, Wong's really good. I like watching him play. Yeah. The Cardinals have a good team. They've got a fun yeah, team to watch, yeah, too. Respect. Uh, American League shortstop, Francisco Lindor. He's yeah. awesome. Uh, he just loves the game so much. Oh, yeah. He's just so slick, too. Love it makes it look easy love when he's playing. And the runners-up were Marcus Semien and Anderson Simmons. AL shortstops are really good defenders yeah, right now. Geez, we got Marcus, a lot of great Yeah, I've always thought of tra- uh, Anderson Simmons. Is just like, Anderson Simmons is like – over, over the last 10 years, he's the best defensive shortstop in baseball for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's um, probably baseball's best defensive player over the last 10 years. Yeah. And then Nick Ahmed's just flashing there over there in the National League. Yeah. He's he, really good, too. I love Nick Ahmed. Yeah. He has great range. Yeah. It's really oh, fun yeah. to watch. Him. No, I know. Yeah. He's like super. He, he's really He's a really athletic guy. The runner up was Colton Long's double play combo partner, Paul DeYoung. He's good, oh, too. Oh, yeah. I like they work well together too. up the middle. Third base, Matt Chapman, who also won the Platinum Glove for the American League. He is amazing to watch oh, play. Oh, my gosh, yes. He – oh, my goodness. His arms, bro. Dude, he just throws so casually, and he's got – his reflexes are insane. He just, just snaps up balls and fires them across the diamond with, like, seemingly no effort. Mm-hmm. Um, the National yeah. League's Nolan Arenado, who won the National League Platinum Glove. Uh, Nolan Arenado and Matt Chavin are actually high school teammates. Imagine playing against that team. Chavin actually played shortstop yeah. that year. Chavin at shortstop and Arenado at third base. You just can't get a ball through that side of the infield. It's impossible. Oh, yeah. And but, look at this. Okay, so this season, Matt Chapman's fielding percentage was 981. That's crazy. So good. Arenado has won seven career gold gloves in seven seasons. It's crazy. Yeah, in his first seven seasons, yeah. He has the fourth most gold gloves of any Third baseman in Major League history. The only ones with more are Brooks Robinson, Mike Schmidt, and Scott Rowland. He'll probably Rowland has eight and Schmidt has ten. He'll probably pass them. Yeah, he can easily end up like, second and, most Gold Gloves in any third baseman. Arenado's only twenty eight. You know, he's not he's, every year. He's, he's Mike won a Gold Glove. He's so yeah. yeah he's really he's yeah. gonna be a great third baseman for a long time, especially because oh, yeah. third base is a position you can keep playing for a long time. You don't have to be as yeah, fast. He's a vacuum other over there, man. He is. When you got a good arm, that's what you need. Yeah. He's also right. such a good hitter. Then we've got uh, left field. Left field. We've got Alex Gordon. Gordon. He's won a lot. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. He's got a great arm. Pretty fast. Yeah. yeah. He's the only guy left from that World Series team they had. Another runner-up he... was Robbie Grossman. Yeah. That's kind Robbie, of crazy because the Twins had him play DH. Like. Yeah, I know. Right. We didn't think it was that good of a defender, but he is good. Yeah. But like Alex Gordon, I feel like he doesn't look like he can run that well. But he's he's surprised. No, he doesn't. He, he always just look that good. But he's really good. He's yeah. a good defensive Definitely. player. David, David Peralta, Peralta, National League. 
runner-up was Soto, which I don't know. I love Soto. Soto. I don't think he's that good defensively, but Peralta's really good too. I don't know. Oh, left yeah. fielders usually aren't the best defensive players because right fielders have the arm, center fielders have the better range. But yeah, center fielders, you know, center field is Kevin Kiermeyer. <laughs> I mean, Kevin yeah, Kiermeyer is no, awesome. Yeah. I love yeah, to watch Kevin, him play. Yeah, he lo- covers so much ground. He just gets great jumps on balls and runs them all down. And then Lorenzo Cain. The runner-up was Mike Trout, too. Which yeah, is like, I know. That's another, <laughs> he just does you know, everything so well. Mike Trout, MVP. Yeah, definitely. And then okay, Lorenzo National Cain. League, Lorenzo Cain. Yep. It's his first gold glove, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I know. He's so good. Because but... he robs so many home runs. Like, and he was good with the Royals, too. Yeah. yeah. As far as fielding. He's always been great, but he's just never been good enough to win the gold glove until this year. And the right field for the American League, got Mookie Betts, yeah. definitely. He's also a great baseball player. Center it's field is such a hard amazing. position to win gold glove at. Yeah, because there's so many great yeah center fielders. That's the uh-huh. thing. You got a lot of competition because that's yeah, where the best defensive outfielders go. Yeah. Yeah. Betts makes sense. Betts is, like, pretty obvious there. He's got a really good arm. And it doesn't look like he would. And then the National League was Cody Bellinger, which is crazy that he was he like so put out one there. of the best hitters and he was the gold glove winner. What an arm. What an arm. Yeah. He's crazy because he also plays center field and first base. like, And he plays them really well, too. This is everything. But catcher, mm-hmm. Roberto Perez, he's actually really good, too. He didn't allow a single pass ball the entire season. That's good. Just crazy. Yeah. And then JT he's a really good framer. He's got a good arm. Like, yeah. I like Ramuto, too. He's good at everything. But yeah, third know, place was Yadi's. Yadi's got a great arm. Yeah, Yadi's got a really good arm. Pitcher then, is Mike Leak yep. in the American League. Pitcher, gold gloves, kind of pointless. Second place, though, is Jose Brios, which is fun. Yeah, I know. We love Brios. That, uh, the play on his back, that was good. Yeah. He's good. And then nationally goes Zach Granke, which he should win just for Game 7 of the World Series. We made about six plays on comebackers. I know. That was crazy. He's so good at fielding and hitting. It's so crazy. The thing like, about Granke is, like, if you the reason he's so good at fielding off the mound is because if you watch him after his follow-through, he comes set, and he's set like a fielder. No, like, yeah. He's not like other guys, yeah. like, come through off balance and, like, tailing away. He comes through, and he's set ready to field. Like, yeah. That's why. If you want to learn how to field as a pitcher, really good at pitch like Zach Granke. Yeah. It's super good. All right. Silver Slugger? We got a few more minutes. We can do Silver Slugger real quick. Yeah. All right. So, uh, uh, first place, Carlos Silver Santana. Slugger winners. Carlos, well, we'll start with catcher here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mitch Garver, Mitch Garver won it, which we love Mitch Garver. He had Mitch such Garver. a good year. A 156 oh OPS plus, 31 that, homers. Ooh, I didn't know it was that. He hit a home run every 10 at bat. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. If he played a full season, he'd have like fifty homers. Yeah, he's just trading at bats with Castro next year. Yeah, it'll be really fun to watch him. He, he he only had yeah, and isn't Castro a free agent this year? Yeah, so we won't have Castro anymore. Has to do will be our backup. Garver, yeah, Garver only had three hundred and eleven at bats. If he gets a four hundred fifty at bat season, he's just going to demolish baseballs next year. I love his swing is so quick to the ball. Yeah, he doesn't no, waste any energy. It's not a super pretty. pretty ball. It's not a super pretty swing, but it's like, not it's like beautiful. So but effective. it's just really efficient. Oh my. Yeah, he goes straight to the ball and drives it. 
And mm-hmm. he, if you watch, look at his home run spray chart, he hits them all over the field, too. He doesn't just pull them to left. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. He hits lots of center. He hits them to right. Like, he does everything. And just that, um, the two-homer game with, like, the one in the seventh, you know? And he got so yeah. – He's just such a – oh, it was such a good season. Love to watch him. Yeah. JT Romuto. And then JT yep. Romuto winning the yep. gold glove and silver slugger. He's the best catcher in baseball right now, probably. Yep. Him or Garver, like – I got to go with Garver so just because I'm a Twins fan. Uh, yeah, that's true. Like, and Garver's younger also, too, which is an advantage. Uh, Gar- but... Yeah, and Carlos Santana in the American really... League. Yeah, Carlos Santana in the American League, though. He, he gets mean... better when he he gets better as he ages. Same yeah, way. he's got a really good eye at the plate, but he's also got some power too. Like, he's not bad at all, at de- yeah. defensively, and then he just crushes baseballs. He's a and good Freddie player, and he belongs in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, Freddie, Freddie Freeman's Freeman. so good. Oh, my goodness. He's the best first baseman in baseball. To me, it's oh, not yeah. even that close. I mean, Alonso's yeah. good. Yeah. Matt Olson's good. Congrats like, on your 53 home runs. But... Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. You show up and hit 53 home runs, but you're still not even close to being the best. I'm I'll sorry. never forget. I, I forgot. It, 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 it was at least Syndergaard or DeGrom, I think. Um, he uh, – it was a oh, – two, it was two-strike count, right? And um, it, I think it was the pitcher hitting. So uh, he bunts it, right? And it's he's, it's like obviously a foul ball. And Alonzo goes over, makes a diving catch in foul territory, and then the pitcher just says to him, "Thanks for taking away my strikeout." Because it, it was an O two, yeah. it's like a two strike count. That's fun. <laughs> and so you just I also love Alonzo's nickname, Polar Bear Pete. It's a pretty yeah, great nickname. I know. <laughs> he's got such a cool, yeah. And then second base in the American League, DJ Mayhew. I mean. He crushed the baseball this year, and His I hate he did that for the Yankees. But he was so consistent. He's – I don't like him because he plays the Yankees, but he deserves it. Yeah, good for him. Uh, in the Ozzy National Albies. League, Ozzy Albies, he's a really Ozzy good Ozzy hitter. Him and Acuna, him and Acuna for a long oh. time. Oh, man, those guys are going to be so fun to watch. And yeah, the AL they're not, like, old. You know, they're young. They're super yeah. young. They both got a long time to play together. Yeah. The AL, we got Bregman at third base. He – he crushed baseballs all year. It's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. And then actually, Rendon, and... that's another so, obvious one. That's, I mean, like, yeah. Arenado hit well, but Rendon's getting that. Yeah. Like, that one's not even that close. Yep. Agreed. Shortstop, oh, Xander Bogertz. I, Bogertz is good. I like Boston him. has some good hitters. They really hit well. They yeah, hit they so hit well. well. They just couldn't pitch this year. Kind oh, of sucks my gosh. for them. Yeah, that was, such, that was so sad. Um, National League, Trevor Story. Mm-hmm. He's someone that's just – he came in with a flash and then quieted down. He's really underrated play. too. Yeah, now people underrate him because they were like – they overrated him after his first week when he hit like six homers in a week. But then no one talks oh, yeah. about him anymore. Yeah, he hit 294, Malcolm, with a 35 35 homers. homers, and he stole 23 bases. 20, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. He's actually like fast too. Yeah, you don't realize it, but he's fast. Five power. fifty-four. Oh, yeah. yeah. The outfield, no, the AL. You had Mike Trout, obviously. Yeah, that's he's just he's such a good hitter. It's pretty clear. Yeah, <laughs> George Springer, who Springer is so good in the playoffs too, man. Just every time he comes up in the playoffs, oh yeah, you get scared because you know he's gonna crush a baseball. I remember when um uh. uh he made that error in the World Series last year in oh, Game Five. Yeah. You know, best game like ever. He made and that then he error. comes back. Not error, but he just missed the diving catch, and and yeah. then he comes back and hits a homer, and 
Uh, I felt so good for him. Yeah, he's a really good player. And then Mookie Betts. It's crazy. Betts won a gold glove and a silver slugger. Yeah. And somehow we're not talking about him in the MVP conversation. It's probably so underrated. Like, Just because the Red Sox didn't have that. Well, it's because they didn't have a great year. And he won it last year. That's a crazy thing. And then just yeah. like, nothing this year. And then National League, Cody Bellinger. That seems pretty obvious. 305, 406, 629 slash line. That's just crazy. Oh, yeah. He was betting 400 like, through like the first two months. Then he cooled off yeah. a little bit. No, no. And then but, Christian Yelich. Yeah. Yelich. Yelich is another easy. I love Yelich. Acuna, obviously, so electric. Yeah, he is so fun to watch, man. He has so much fun playing baseball. Yeah. He, as long as he always runs it out when he hits the baseball, he's going to be He's a got a hitter. lot of power. Oh, my gosh. He's so strong. His swing is really nice to watch, too. Mm-hmm. He just yeah. looks natural up there hitting baseballs a long ways. And then American League for DH, Nelson, Nelson Cruz, Cruz, baby. Let's go. I mean, why that one's just get... not even close. I know, but MVP, why not candidate for MVP? Yeah, it's still frustrating, like, but at least Marcus he wants Silver Slugger. Switch out for Nelson Cruz. They should also give Nelson Cruz the gold glove at DH. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Nah. And then NL, the pitcher was Granky. Granky's mm-hmm. good at... The pitching and hitting, that's what's crazy about him. He's a good pitcher. He's also good at fielding. This is it's only a second silver slugger. Because Palmgarner took a couple from him, like because he used to play in the American League when he was younger. Oh yeah. And then Baumgartner's like a really good hitter. He's always been a good hitter. Yeah. So six time gold glove. Yeah, I think that's a wrap for today. Yeah. Thanks for listening. You can find future episodes of this podcast at anchor.fm backslash Malcolm, M-A-L-C-O-L-M dash M. That's anchor.fm backslash Malcolm, M-A-L-C-O-L-M dash M. Next week, we'll be talking a lot about uh, Twins offseason goals and uh, who won awards. Follow us on Instagram at Bomba underscore breakdown. That's B-O-M-B-A underscore B-R-E-A-K-D-O-W-N. Thanks for listening.